it is so easy to just feel discouraged when you're like, oh my gosh, I have a salad every day and you know, my friends are going out and they're getting takeout and I'm taking my, my container of salad and I'm just eating that, but they're super skinny and I'm not. And it can be really easy to get in that comparison trap and to feel like, oh, oh my goodness, like nothing I'm doing is working. And it's not that nothing you're doing is working. You know, it's not that your body is broken. It's just, you're missing a piece, right? And there, there's just a little bit more to it and just, just diving into that and going, okay, like what am I missing here? And why isn't my body responding the way that I would expect it to? Welcome to the Horsewoman Project, a podcast where we talk about all things horsewoman, from relationships to truck issues, taking care of your nutrition and fitness, and of course, horses. Good morning. Good morning. It's actually morning again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Michaela doesn't like mornings. I don't like mornings. <laughs> but we're, we're our listeners <laughs> didn't hear that in the first like 20 episodes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And it's even like later in the morning. So today is not too bad other than the computer issues we were having this morning, but working through them computers you gotta you love them but you hate them you know yeah I would love them more if I knew what to do with them if I was as talented as my brothers all my brothers are computer engineers (laughs) and and I'm the one who's like so what does this mean (laughs) like all the basics and they just roll their eyes at me (laughs) like all I I know know to do is like turn my computer off and turn it back on and hopefully it works (laughs) see my dad is a computer programmer so I grew up knowing probably more than your average kid my age about things with computers so but I'm definitely not not up there with your brothers or my dad but (laughs) I know a little bit more than just turning it on and off (laughs) I didn't know that about your dad I didn't realize he was a computer programmer yeah software engineer well, he's retired now, but that's what he was for decades, long, long time. So very cool. Very cool. Well, today I wanted to chat about some things that have been coming up a lot for me when I'm talking either with clients or with potential clients. And I feel like it needs to be addressed because women are getting really frustrated and they don't need to be frustrated (laughs) about this. So Something that I am getting a lot of, and I just chatted with a gal this week about it, which has brought it to the forefront of my mind, but she was just talking about, she's like, you know what, I go to work and I eat so much better than everyone there. She's like, everyone there is, you know, eating their chips and they're eating their donuts and I'm eating my salad and I'm eating this. And, and I just like, my body isn't working. Like they're, they're super skinny and I'm not, and I'm just really frustrated. Like my body just doesn't work the way that it wants to work. So I want to touch on that today and why that is the case and why that happens and why a lot of women who feel like they are eating healthy and they're eating healthier than everybody else and they're still not getting the results that they're wanting or or it seems like your body isn't responding like your friend's body is, why that might be. Love it. So... I guess, what's the first thing that you want to dive into with this? Like, what would be your first tip or um, bit of advice for someone in this situation? Yeah, the first 
thing that I would love for everyone to know is like, just because you eat healthy does not mean you will lose weight. Like that's really hard pill to swallow, but it doesn't necessarily go hand in hand. Yes. Eating healthy is, is good. It, you definitely need to eat healthy to feel good and to have energy and to, um, really increase your longevity. But just because you're eating healthy, that does not equal weight loss or fat loss. And that's a really hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. So on the flip side of that, what does help you lose fat? Aside from just eating all of your greens, your salads, your your protein, all those things, um, what is it that is going to help you get into that fat loss? Yeah, and again, this is not going to be very popular. People are going to be like, oh, there's got to be more, but really there isn't. And it's going to be being in a calorie deficit. You can overeat on apples. You can overeat on salads. You can overeat on protein. So the truth is, like, if you are eating above your maintenance calories, you are going to gain weight. If you are eating below your maintenance calories, you are going to lose weight. And again, that's going to be like consistency too. You can't just eat below your maintenance calories one day and then expect to see a lot of, a lot of change. Um, but that consistency is going to be what really boosts you. So if you are someone and you're like, oh my gosh, cause I used to be this person, especially in high school, I had so many allergies. I was eating super healthy all the time. And like all of my friends, you know, they're having their M&Ms, they're having like their junk food and they're going out to McDonald's. And I couldn't do that because like I had severe allergies to all of those. So I was packing steak and salads and, you know, my hummus and, and carrots and all of those things to all of my games growing up. And it was really frustrating for me because I felt like I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm eating so healthy yet. Like I'm not the skinniest girl, you know, or I, I don't look like I should or felt like I should if I was eating as healthy as I was. So I definitely have had that background of being really frustrated with that. And it made me feel like, well, there's just something wrong with my body. Like, it's just, it's just my body. My body's not responding like it should. And what that did was put me in this mindset of like, well, there's no point, you know, like, I just, I might as well just give up on that. And it didn't make me feel good either. Cause like, you'll, you'll hear that a lot of times from people and they'll be like, oh, I just am sick of thinking about my food. And it's like, well, you are thinking about your food. Like, even if you were someone who was going out and eating McDonald's all the time, like, I guarantee you not like we all think about our food and it's just changing the way you do think about it. Right. That's, that's the goal. Cause you can either think about it and feel guilty and like shame yourself for eating what you did, or you can think about it and be like, ah, like, yeah, I, I'm eating towards my goals. And hmm, how is this food going to help me with this? How is it going to make me feel? Like, I'd much rather you think about your food that way than think about your food in a way of like, oh, well, I ate that thing and I shouldn't have. And oh my gosh, I'm so bad because I ate this. And uh, like, why did I eat that? You know, there's, there's two different ways that you can think of food that way. Um, but really it is like, you have to be in a calorie deficit, whether or not you're eating healthy, if you want to see weight loss and really making sure you, you kind of get that into your head. Um, and there's, there's kind of some other ways we can take that too, but I want to hear, do you have any thoughts that come up for you, Camry? Yeah. So I guess a big one would be, you can lose weight eating, like you said, M&Ms, Oreos, 
Um, but the problem with that is a lot of those things are very small serving size for how many calories are in it. So your stomach is going to feel very empty for a very long period of time <laughs> between eating those things, um, which makes it very difficult because then your body is going to say you want more, even though you've already hit that calorie target. And I tell you what, if you eat like that to lose weight, you are going to feel so fatigued. Like you're not going to have the protein that you need to make your body function the way it needs to. Your brain is going to feel foggy. Um, because if you're not getting the healthy fats that you need, that's what's going to help brain function, you know, so there's going to be pieces that are falling through the cracks. So that's kind of, I guess, what's running through my mind is like, yes, you can lose weight just in a calorie deficit, but I feel like you do need both. You know, you need that eating healthy portion, but then you also need that uh, fat deficit or um, calorie deficit. Sorry for my wording there. <laughs> no, it's, it's morning. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> No, and you're 100% right. Like I, I preach both, right? And I'm always going to start somebody if I'm looking at their nutrition, when we do their nutrition audits, if I'm looking at their food and it's like, oh, okay, we need to, we need to balance this out and get more nutrient dense foods. We're going to start there before we start shooting for specific fat loss. Um, and the truth is too, most of the time, if calories are equal, you probably will see a little bit of weight loss if you go from eating like not as good nutrient foods to nutrient dense foods because your body's going to release a lot of inflammation. It's going to release a lot of water retention. So you will see that in the initial thing. And I've got, I've got a client right now where that is all we are doing. Like we're not even tracking calories. We are just focusing on, Hey, let's, let's pick some nutrient dense foods. Let's sub this out for this. Let's practice balancing out our plate. And she's been able to lose 10 pounds, but we are reaching a point where it's like, okay, now that she's done that, we're, we're at a point where her body's just maintaining there, which is okay, but that's not her overall goal. So we are going to have to shoot into, okay, how can we get you in a calorie deficit now that we've built up these habits, right? Um, but yes, hundred percent. Like I'm always about making sure nutrients are balanced first, and then we shoot for the fat loss goal. But I do feel like it is so easy to just feel discouraged when you're like, oh my gosh, I have a salad every day. And, you know, my friends are going out and they're getting takeout and I'm taking my, my container of salad and I'm just eating that, but they're super skinny and I'm not. And it can be really easy to get in that comparison trap and to feel like, oh, oh my goodness, like nothing I'm doing is working. And it's not that nothing you're doing is working. You know, it's not that your body is broken. It's just, you're missing a piece right? And there, there's just a little bit more to it. And just just diving into that and going, okay, like what am I missing here? And why isn't my body responding the way that I would expect it to in this, in this area? Because it's just so sad to me when I hear women talk like that, because, because it's not, you know, it's, it's not that your body's broken. It's not that you're doing the wrong thing. It's just, there's just this little piece and it's just like, okay, yeah, you might be having a salad every day. You might be doing this every day, but there's probably something that you are overeating too much of. And sometimes it can be like they just snack and they didn't even realize it, right? Like, and they're, they are snacking on cookies and they just haven't consciously realized that because when they are eating with other people, they're just noticing like, oh, when I'm with other people, I eat so much better than them. But it's like, okay, but you go home and you eat 10 cookies, like that's, that's still going to put you over, right? Even though the majority of your diet super healthy. Sometimes those little pieces that that are more calorie dense that you are overeating is going to take you over. And sometimes it is like, well, you are just having too much of a good thing. And 
that's why your body isn't responding in a weight loss perspective, right? And that's that's what the focus of this one on is. It's weight loss perspective. Um, and I just, yeah, I just hope that anyone hears this. Like, that's why I want to talk about it today. It's just like, give you a little bit of hope. Like, it's not, your body's not broken. You're just missing something. And some, and it can be so easy to miss it when you're looking at yourself. Like I, that's why I have my own coaches who look at my nutrition too, because I do get going on my day and I don't have a lot of time or brain power to look at my own nutrition a lot of times. And that is what I have a coach, like my own coach for is for him to look back and be like, oh, well, you're, of course your body's feeling this way. Cause look at what you ate. And it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't think about that too much. Right. Cause I, I get going on my day too. Um, and especially when I'm spending all day helping other people look at their nutrition, sometimes I forget my own, which is why I have someone to help me out with that as well. So I don't want you to feel discouraged. Like it is really easy to miss those little pieces when you are living your life. Absolutely. It made me think of, um, my mom used to have little candy dishes or candy bowls around, especially this time of year, uh, around all the holidays and things. So she'd have a little dish full of the little candy corns and uh, the little pumpkins that are kind of the same flavor as your candy corns and just Halloween candy in a bowl and things like that. And you don't realize, you know, if you just walk by and grab a, a small handful of those, you know, two little tiny handfuls of those a day, that you don't eat, like, it's just absent-minded. You're just walking past the little candy dish and have that, you know, that right there, that's going to put you at maintenance calories instead of lost calories, you know, with those, those dense things. So that's kind of what it made me think of uh, when you were talking about uh, just the things you don't even realize that you're doing is it, it just takes a little bit with some of those things that are high in sugar that put you over. So Oh, hundred percent. And not even the high in sugar things. Um, cause I, I fall into this so bad. Like when I cook, I am such a tester <laughs> when I cook things, but those, those testing tastes, they count like they are not zero calorie, you know? So if I'm making brownies and I'm looking out the bowl or the spoon, that's probably like a full brownie <laughs> by the time that I've licked out the whole thing. Or if I'm making a stew or if I'm making, I don't know, whatever it is I'm making, I tend to be someone who's like, oh yeah, I want to just, it's just a taste. It's not a big deal. And when I was going through my first uh, photo shoot prep, I was totally doing that. And I would be so frustrated because I'm like, I am eating like this calories and I'm not doing anything. And I had my coach kind of bring that to my mind, like, okay, really? Like there's nothing you're doing. You're not tasting anything. You're not like mindlessly reaching for something. And I'm like, well, I did, you know, like I do lick the spoon or like once in a while, I'll, I'll just take a little tiny spoon of peanut butter or, you know, and it's like, okay, well, those are enough to, to really add up and to get you over where you're, where you think you should be in your mind. Right. Yeah. Peanut butter is a big one too. It's oh, 100%. a pretty, pretty dense food. <laughs> It is, but it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. Okay, quick tangent. What is your favorite kind of peanut butter? I um like the natural Jiffy peanut butter. That's my favorite. I used to do Jiffy the Adams, all the way. Right. I used to do the Adams one, but I hated to have to stir it all the time. The one and it would always separate and it would just be like runny peanut butter. So I, I really like the natural jiffy. That one's that one's the favorite. <laughs> awesome. 
Love it. That's right. what I have in my cupboard right now. <laughs> anyway, now that we've gone on the peanut butter tangent. <laughs> no, you're fine. I think too. So if you find yourself in this space, something that is really, really helpful for my clients to bring to light, like what that is, is committing and saying, okay, I'm going to track every little thing that I'm putting into my mouth. And this does one of two things. One, it brings awareness to what you're doing. Because if you make that commitment to yourself and you say, okay, if it's going in my mouth, it's going in my tracker. That's going to one, help you go, okay, well, is this really worth taking a bite of? Cause I'm gonna go, I'm gonna have to take out my phone and track it. And two, it, it's also going to bring to light like, oh, that has tons more calories than I was thinking it would, right? Like that that spoonful of peanut butter, ugh, like that's actually 100 calories, you know, or or more depending. And that was actually something with Eric. Um, he was <laughs> he was complaining because he was like, I just, I, I'm doing okay. Like I'm, I'm not really eating anything crazy and I should be losing weight. And I'm like, okay, well, Eric's favorite after work snack is he goes and he t- gets a big glob of peanut butter and he gets a big glob of chocolate chips and a banana and he sits down and he eats those together. And I kid you not, I'm like, okay, babe, like, I'm going to be real with you here because you're, you're getting frustrated. Can I like give you some feedback? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, your peanut butter is not two tablespoons of peanut butter. Your peanut butter is like a half a cup of peanut butter. And he's like, no, no, it's not a half a cup. I'm like, go weigh it out. Like next time you go take your snack, I want you to just weigh your peanut butter out. Sure enough, he was getting half a cup of peanut butter, not two tablespoons of peanut butter, half a cup of peanut butter. And then his chocolate chips, I'm like, babe, like a handful of chocolate chips, especially for his hands, you know, I'm like, that's like a quarter cup of chocolate chips. That's not, you know, yeah, that's not like two tablespoons or a serving of chocolate chips. That's like, a lot of chocolate chips and just, you know, him really, really realizing that and going, Oh, so it's like his one snack made up almost half of his days of calories, right? Like his banana and his half a cup of chocolate chips and half a cup of peanut butter, like right there, there's almost a thousand calories with those things. And so just by him, like having that awareness and now he really is more mindful about like, he still has that snack, but he is more mindful about, okay, how big is my serving size really? And that has helped quite a bit as well, at least help him main, maintain versus versus gain, which is his goal right now. Um, so just little things like that, just really bringing awareness to, and seriously, guys, tracking your food, number one best tool for that to do it quickly as well. It's going to take you forever if you just try to, even just mindfulness, like mindfulness is great. And it's a great tool, but tracking is going to bring mindfulness up 10 notches because it's really going to make yourself be accountable to yourself. Like, okay, this is, this is the reality of what's actually happening. Another food that is extremely high that I didn't realize until years, I don't know, probably eight or 10 years ago when I was trying to lose weight, um, <laughs> macaroni and cheese the craft stuff oh my goodness in one of those teeny tiny boxes you want to know how many calories are in that thing like 1200 <laughs> like that's two meals and really it's like you could sit down and eat the whole thing so like again it's like this teeny tiny portion but it's an insane amount of calories so exactly anyway. <laughs> well and that's like just going into that that's when if you are someone who is truly eating fairly darn healthy, 
that is when you are going to have the advantage over someone who is not, right? So it's it's like track your food, see what it is you are missing and what is taking you over that brink, but then really realize like you eating healthy because healthy foods, like we look at our fruits and our veggies and our lean proteins and we look at more of like our starchy carbs like sweet potatoes and, and squash, those things are going to fill you up. They're going to provide you with plenty of nutrients. You're going to feel really good eating those things. You're not going to feel as hungry as someone who eats mac and cheese for their entire day versus like you could have three full meals of fruits and veggies and lean protein and and a really good starchy carb and feel fairly good on the same amount of calories as somebody who's eating nothing but mac and cheese, right? So there is an advantage, like there's so many advantages to eating healthy, right? It's just realizing like, okay, if you're not losing weight and you're getting that frustrated, you, you just need to take that extra step and see what you're missing and see where you're at. And if you're not sure where you're at, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you. Like we can do a free consultation, whatever you need. I'm, I'm more than happy to help you out. Um, and if you need more, like I'm more than happy to take you on as a client too, but normally it's just like, okay, you're, you're just missing a small piece, right? Like you are doing the right things. Take stock in that. Like you are, you are doing well. And like, once you figure out what that missing piece is, you're going to be so much farther ahead than somebody who isn't where you're at right now. Yeah. And just remembering everyone's body is different. That's why there's so many different ways out there that help different people. You know, some people, their bodies do better with more fat. Some people's bodies do better with more carbs. Some, you know, everyone's way that their body processes things and feels good doing things is going to be slightly different than the next person's. So that's where, you know, having a coach or some outsider to kind of help you find that missing piece, because it's not going to be the same as someone else's missing piece. Um, we're, we're all going to have something that's going to take a little bit of a different tweak than someone else's so yeah exactly and that's that's why everything I do is tailored and customized because you're exactly right like everybody is different and your body is going to respond differently like I've got I'm like well I'll take myself for instance right like my body fluctuates crazy amount like and it's and it can be really frustrating where I can I can go up five pounds in one night depending on what I've eaten or what time I've eaten the day prior and a lot of people like that's that I'm more of an outlier um, but I do have maybe one or two clients who can fluctuate almost as much as me and it gets really frustrating seeing that fluctuation especially when you're really shooting for a weight loss factor and that's when you know we'll dive into the mindset portion of it but like Camry, like your body very, like did exactly what we wanted it to, you know, it was just like, psh, like, she's got this. If, if you did exactly what we wanted your body, like wanted you to do for your goals, your body responded exactly how we predicted it would. And I would say 99.9% .9 of the time, that's how it is. Um, like I said, mine tends to fluctuate a little bit more, but mine can be, it, and it can fluctuate for different reasons, right? Like sometimes like my body will fluctuate, like I'll go up three pounds in one night and I'll be like, what the heck? And it's like, oh, well, I ate my dinner three hours later. And like, that's the, the biggest change. And so my body just didn't have enough time to really like go through and digest and, and get get rid of all that food where it did the, the previous night, right? And so just having that bird's eye view to really look at that and have someone who can really ask you the right questions and dive into that and say, okay, like, what are we missing here? Because your body should be responding, right? So what what pieces it, what pieces are we missing? Um, whether it's like 
are you licking the spoon <laughs> every time you're cooking something? How many times did you lick it? Because pretty soon, like I said, if you keep licking that spoon, it, it equates to a full brownie or it equates to a full cookie or it equates to whatever. How many times are you taking pieces off your pancake or of your kids' pancakes and throwing them in your mouth, you know, or taking little bites of your kids' mac and cheese because it's just there. So really just bringing awareness to that, I think would be the first, the first step. And then really saying, okay, am I in a calorie deficit? If you are not sure how to calculate that again, reach out to me and I've got some free resources. I'll, I'll shoot you, shoot over to you, um, to help you figure out if you are in the right calorie range. Cause the last thing I want you to do is do what like my fitness pal tells you to do and, and eat 1200 calories based on what it gives you because it doesn't know your body, right? And it doesn't know your activity level. And um, it's like, yeah, you might lose weight on that, but you also might lose a lot of muscle, which is going to slow down your metabolism. So reach out to me if you're unsure how to calculate that. Um, as someone who has done the MyFitnessPal version and has worked with you, hands down, I would never do it that way again. 1200 calories. I can't believe I was eating that and still like functioning. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's insane. Cause with you, I was doing at the lowest, I was at 1750, 1750 calories. And that was for like a week. And then we bumped it back up to 1850. So I'm like, if you want to be able to eat and feel good, <laughs> trust Michaela, because that's way better than being miserable at 1200 calories a day. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Well, and the truth is too, with eating 1200 calories a day, if, if you should, like, if you could lose the right amount of weight eating 1800 calories a day and you're eating 1200, it's going to be really hard for you to sustain long enough for you to see lasting results too. Like you might see really quick results that week because you're going to lose a lot of water and then you're going to lose some muscle and then maybe you'll lose a little bit of fat, but you're not going to be able to sustain that long term. So you're going to end up binging or you're going to end up like having that fatigue and going back and that just primes your body to actually gain a little bit more weight. So if you find yourself like, Oh man, I lost 20 pounds, but then I gained 30 back. That's often a case of like, Hey, well you were fatigued and your, your metabolism slowed down and you didn't give your metabolism enough time to, to catch back up. So yeah, definitely like make sure you're eating enough. Like that's kind of always my thing. I want you to eat enough for yourself but if the goal is weight loss, it's eating enough for weight loss. So I want you eating enough that you're feeling good or as good as you can possibly feel when you're shooting for a fat loss goal. Because yes, you are going to be hungry at some point. You are going to have low energy at some point. That's just part of losing weight. But if you do it correctly, you can do it without crashing and without slowing down your metabolism. So your first thing was awareness. Um, so what would be like your next step or another tip to help someone that's just feeling like they're eating right, doing all the things, but still not losing weight? Yeah. So like I said, very first one, awareness. The second one is, and we kind of, we already covered this really, but it, it is truly making sure you're in a calorie deficit for you and for where you're at. Um, and then I would say the third one would be really educating yourself on the nutrient values and making sure that you're balancing that out correctly because you could be eating very healthy but your your macronutrients so your protein carbs and fat might not be in the correct balances for you to really see the results that you're wanting to see especially for someone like most of the horsewomen who are listening to this do want to look toned right and so if your macronutrients aren't balanced correctly for you and your body it's going to be hard for you even if you are losing weight to get that toned look 
that you're wanting to see and to still feel like you're you're having the energy to keep up with your horses. Yeah, it's amazing how much just like without even changing how many calories you eat in a day just by switching up your macro percentages, how different you feel. Um I I've never eaten as much protein as I did when I started with you last year and I can't believe the difference. Uh, of just like my energy and my ability to focus and keep up with the million and a half things I have to do some days. Um, so it's, even if you don't do anything else and you just want to feel better at the weight that you're at, um, you will be surprised how much better you feel just by kind of tweaking some things. And if you don't feel as good as you think you should tweak it again, you know, like you said, with me, we mentioned several episodes ago um last year that I was a higher fat percentage than most of your clients and so my body likes a little bit more fat versus carbs so it's everyone's body's different yeah everyone's body is different and everyone's environment is different too like a big reason that your body likes the higher fats because your environment just naturally has higher fat in it right like you you guys eat a lot more of your elk and your deer and and those things that just tend to have a little bit more fat than say just chicken would have and that's okay right and so your body has learned to really utilize that well and to really balance that out well and so for you if we had come in and said okay we need to cut your fat way down that wouldn't have worked for you at the beginning right and I always tell that too like with all my clients coming in, I'm like, Hey, this is where I am assuming you're at right now. We will see how you respond. And if you do not respond well, we will make adjustments. Um, and so just having that patience too, like as, as you're learning your body, if you're working with a coach and they're learning your body, just realizing like, okay, the first thing that they give you is not going to be the forever thing. There is going to be adjustments. We are, like both of you or you are going to be learning about your body. And as your body reacts differently, things will change up a little bit. Right. So, um, so yeah, I guess those are the three things. And I think we could probably almost do a shorter episode here, unless you've got more to add, but awareness, making sure you're in the correct calorie deficit for you, and then balancing out your nutrients. If you can do those three things, you can lose weight and eat healthy. And those those three things are going to help you also maintain that long-term as well. If you truly are mindful about what that looks like. So as you're tracking things, as you really truly are, are eating in your calorie deficit, really paying attention to what the, what the true portion sizes are, what are the habit changes that you are implementing? Are you not snacking as much? Like what what's going on and really being aware of that and intuitive about that. Yeah, so I do have one last question because I know for me uh, years ago, um, it was about 10 years ago when I wanted to lose some weight and <laughs> thinking about the macros just seemed intimidating. I'm like, I can do calories, but macros is just like one more thing on the to-do list, one more thing to have to pay attention to. Um, and so it kind of almost deterred me. You know, I, I didn't want to deal with it. So I guess my question is, what are the easiest ways that you've found that have worked for your clients and made it easy for them to integrate into their life for them to keep track of the macros um, and to just make it easy? Yeah, of course. Well, I think first off is I very rarely 
give clients a full macro breakdown. The only time I do that are with my clients who are shooting for more performance type goals or who maybe are more advanced in their tracking. Um, like if they've been tracking for a long time and they are really wanting to like really lean up and really get a specific result, that's the type of person I will give a full macro breakdown. Um, or, you know, like someone like you who is like, oh, well, I've tried all these things. I'm not sure what's working. And you have tracked, you have done this. That's like, okay, well, we'll start taking in macros and we can kind of play around with that. But most of the time I'll start clients, especially who are new to tracking or who aren't high performance clients or, you know, looking to get extremely lean. What I'm going to do is actually just focus on the one macronutrient, which is protein and really making sure that their protein's up. And then I will allow them to have the flexibility with their carbs and fats. Um, in my opinion, like if you have flexibilities with carbs and fats, so I always focus on, okay, we're getting your protein up to optimal, not not what is needed, but what is optimal, right? So what, what your body truly is going to utilize, what's going to help you look toned, what's going to help you give that energy. Um, and then we're really focused on the fruits and veggies portion. So depending on a client, like again, I have some clients who come in eating zero fruits and veggies. So with those clients, it's like, okay, you know what? You're going to get one to three fruits and veggies every day. If you get one, that's a win. We're going to take that for now. If you get three, that's awesome. Like we're going to have a party. Like that, that's awesome. But again, that's going to come from their nutrition audit that we do. So like Camry, you did a very good job getting like getting all your fruits and veggies in and you were really missing the protein. So upping your protein, but keeping your fruits and veggies the same was really helpful for you. So I will focus on those versus like a full macro breakdown. And that can be really helpful. So like I call those my three pillars of my metabolic rebuild method, which is what I use on my clients. And it's optimizing your protein intake really dialing in on your fruit and veggie intake as well, because those are going to give you the most nutrient dense sources for you. They're going to help you feel full. They're going to help you like really get a lot of energy and feel a lot better. Then, and only then will I look at, okay, maybe we'll start playing around with, with carbs and fats. Um, like for instance, I just had a client, we just did a photo shoot prep for her. Shout out to Adalis. She did amazing. She killed it. Um, and so for her, we had her just doing protein, carbs and or protein and calories for a little while. And then for her photo shoot prep, we really did dial in the carbs and fats for the specific look she we were going for for her photo shoot. And then after her photo shoot, we slowly built her back into now she's only doing calories and protein for right now as we rebuild her metabolism and get her to where she can maintain a little bit better on a nutrient intake she enjoys. So hopefully that kind of answers your question or is helpful for people who are a little bit intimidated by macros. You don't necessarily need to do all three. What I would do is focus on your protein intake, really make sure you're getting a good source of fruits and veggies. I always suggest like if you can get six servings a day, that would be amazing, like a fruits and veggies. So split that up, three servings of veggies, three servings of fruit or two servings of fruit and four servings of veggies. If you could get six servings a day, with your protein being optimal and you are making sure that just everything else is fitting in that calorie range you need to be in, you're going to be solid. Like your body's going to respond so well and you're going to feel good while you do it too. Yeah. I also want to share what makes it a little bit easier for me too, because I do, uh, when I track, I keep track of my macros now and I don't necessarily keep my carbs and fats exactly right on the target each day. But if you were to average it out through the week, 
it's, you know, some days I'll be a little higher in carbs, a little lower in fats. The next day I'll be a little higher in fats, a little lower in carbs. Um, and they'll just kind of vary just a little bit, but they stay within, you know, that a certain range. Um, and apps like Lose It, MyFitnessPal, they're going to track that for you. Um, so if you just put the foods in there, it will track all of the macronutrients for you. But I think one thing that people don't realize they can do on there is um, the app will put it at a certain percentage for you and you can go in and change that so that your protein hits where you want it to be. And then you can tweak the carbs and fats at which percentages you want them. Um, and I didn't really know that like how to do that initially. Cause I, like I said, I was just like tune that part out, <laughs> um, but it's really, really easy to do. And then one thing that I learned from you was just track your food out for the day. So I'll even just keep my same lunches, my same dinners, and then just tweak how much. Um, so like I'll put in all my food for the day that I'm going to eat and then I'll notice, okay, well, my protein's a little bit low or, you know, my fats are a little high. So let me dial down, you know, the serving of butter that I'm going to have on my potato or the serving of whatever to decrease something and then increase something else. So I still keep the exact same meals that I eat with my family. You know, we eat spaghetti, we eat like all of whatever else you could think of <laughs> enchiladas and different things, but I'm just going to tweak different um, portion sizes. And it's really easy to do with breakfast and lunch dinner. If it's something like enchiladas, obviously it's it is what it is. <laughs> you can't really like scoop some stuff out of it There's so much and have it measured. But that's what makes it easy for me is I just put in what I'm going to eat and then look at the nutrition for the day where it sits and then just tweak portions. And that makes it really easy for me. So yeah, no, I'm glad you added that because that is that is a big piece when a new client comes into me. If they are really shooting for that, I have them plan their meals out the night before. I'll take a look at it and audit it for them when they shoot it to me and say, hey, it's done. Um, and just just like you said, it really allows you to have a little bit more freedom. A lot of people can kind of look at that and be like, oh my gosh, but that's that's a lot of time. I don't want to have to do that. But it gives you 10 times more freedom in your day because then you can fit in the enchilada and it's like, hey, plan your enchilada first. And then what do yep. you need after you have your enchilada to, to fit in? So you're getting enough protein, so you're getting your fruits and veggies and staying under your calorie targets, right? It actually becomes really, really easy if you... If you are consistent with doing it the night before, you'll get to where it only takes you a couple of minutes. The beginning, it is going to take you a little bit longer as you learn, like, what what foods do I need and what what could fit here and how can I get more veggies and how can I get more protein in? But as you learn that and as you really dial that in, it just becomes second nature. And it it is so much easier if you have that plan. And I always tell my clients, it's like, it's like looking at a recipe. That's what you're doing. You're creating your recipe for the day. So then all you have to do the next day is look at your, look at your tracker and go, oh, this is what I'm having. And just scoop it out, weigh it out, and you're done. Like you don't have to spend any more thoughts on that because the worst thing you can do is be in a calorie deficit when you're hungry, come in and then sit down and try to figure out what the heck you're going to eat for that meal. That is the worst thing you can do because 100% of the time you're going to reach for something really quick to help help give you a little bit of calories or if you're like me you're going to have a three-year-old tantrum like and really annoy your spouse because you are low on calories <laughs> I love that <laughs> she gets a little hangry you guys I get a lot hangry poor Eric <laughs> <laughs> but no I love that and I love planning it out I actually do mine while I eat breakfast because my breakfast is 
well-balanced. I just have the same breakfast every day because that's just easy for me. Um, so I plan out my meals for the day. And I heard this term and really loved it, which is it helps with decision fatigue, which is constantly having to choose, yes. you know, what do I eat here? What do I eat here? How many, you know, instead of having to calculate that multiple times a day, do it once a day, you're done. Then you just have your menu for the day and you eat. It's so much easier. And then you just don't, eat, like you said, you don't have to think about it. You just go and grab what's on the menu. And it's great. I love it. <laughs> so no. easy. Oh, hundred percent. And the decision fatigue is real for women, guys. You oh, guys yeah. have kids asking you a million questions a day. You have your spouse asking you a million questions a day. And then if you work a job or you are doing anything else, you've got so many things that you have to make. So the last thing you need to do is save that for your tracking your food. Plan your food ahead of time, get it all done at once, and then you don't have to think about it at all for the rest of the day. And that also, like we talked about earlier in this episode, about like not wanting to think about food, this is a good way to help you not do that. Because if you spend just five minutes to think about it and go, okay, is this going to hit it? When you're eating it, you're not really going to think that much about it. You're just going to put in what you've had, you're going to eat it, it's going to help you feel like help you be a little bit more mindful about, okay, well, does my body feel okay eating this? And then you're also not going to question like, oh my gosh, but I really want this cookie. It's like, well, does it fit in or does it not? And it's like, well, it doesn't. So I'm not going to have it or, oh yeah, I could make that work. I'll just maybe not have butter. Or I might take away a little bit of like, and do half a potato instead of a full potato that I can fit in a cookie. It's not a big deal. You know? So there's, there's a lot of ways that you can make it work and make it easy for your brain as well, especially because guys, decision fatigue is real. I don't even have kids and I have decision fatigue so bad. You know, I can't even imagine if you've got like kids on top of that who are coming in and asking. And this is a little bit of a tangent actually, but it does bring to mind. I had a, I had a conversation with a client the other day about this and I hope this is something that kind of helps with the decision fatigue, but she's got four or five kids and she's just like, oh my gosh, just every day it's, they're coming in and it's, I've got to answer this question. This person needs this help. This person needs that help. I've got to help this kid with that. I've got to run this kid here. And it's like, okay. I feel like us as women, we like to be there. We like to be, you know, like, and go, 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 go. And we love to make sure we're getting all the kids. But what that's going to do is it's going to make you more irritable. You are going to hit that threshold at the end of the day where you are going to be angry. You are going to yell at your kids. You are going to snap at your spouse. So really making sure that you step back and hold those boundaries for yourself. So something like that um, I've been having this client do, which has been really helpful, is saying, hey, you need to set a boundary where it's like they are not allowed to ask you a question until this time. So what they do instead is they write down their question on a sticky note and put it on like a fridge or the wall. So then when it's mom time, the kid can come in, they can grab their sticky note and go, okay, these are my questions for today. So then the kid doesn't go, oh my gosh, but if I don't ask you right now, I'm going to forget. It's like, no, the kid's just going to write it down. Mom's going to handle it in a minute. But what that has really done is helped her feel not quite so crazy and overwhelmed by the end of the day with with everything that they're having to take. So I hope that's helpful for somebody too. And it just it just popped into my mind as we were talking about decision fatigue. Um, but really making sure you're setting those boundaries with yourself. And that that includes your food. That includes making sure that you're setting those boundaries and saying, hey, like I don't want to spend all day thinking, what am I going to make for lunch? What am I going to make for dinner? I might as well just plan that all out at once. I can see that it's going to work for what I need it to work and move on. You know, then when it comes time to make it, all you have to do is pop whatever it is in the oven. Or if you like to do a little bit of prep work, do a little bit of prep work and you're done. Love it. 
Well, I think that'll wrap it up for today, don't you think? Or you have anything else to add? No, I think that does it. I hope this is helpful for all of you guys. And like I said, if you need any help in any of this area, I love, this is what I do. I love to help people with this. Please reach out to me. You're welcome to email me. You're welcome to message me on any of my social medias, which you can get in the links below. Um, and I'm happy to shoot you some free resources. Or if you want to some extra help, I'm happy to talk to you about what it, that would look like if you work with me. Um, but also you know, I just love to help people. So please reach out. I would, I would love to help you with whatever you've got going on. Awesome. Well, thank you, Michaela. And we will chat with you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Horsewoman Project. If you have a story to tell, please email us at thehorsewomanproject at gmail.com. Links to both of our websites, social pages, and emails will be added to the show notes, as well as any links that are mentioned or contact information for our guests. Talk to you next week.